emanating from www.michaelnimmons.com. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is Michael Eric Dyson. This is Rochelle Riley, straight out of Detroit. This is Dr. Victoria Dooley at Dr. Dooley MD. Well, everybody, it's your boy, comedian Jay Stevens. This is Frederick D. Haynes III. I am Justin Coates, an author and anti-bullying activist. I am Pam Perry. Hey, everybody, this is Rochelle V. Mann, CEO of Man Made Productions. This is Bree Diane, international evangelist. Hey, this is Candace Pretty Strange Smith. And what's up? This is Ty Scott King. I was cracking Planet Earth. It's your boy Griff, comedian, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, philanthropist, but a Jesus Christ lover. You understand me? And you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio with my homeboy, Michael Nemes. Check him out right here. Go ahead, Mike. Give him that good, good. I want you to give a warm Thinking Out Loud Radio show welcome to Emmy Award winning WXYZ Channel 7 anchor woman and new friend of the show, Miss Carolyn Clifford. Well, thank you, Michael, and what a nice introduction. So happy to be here. You know what I've got to do. i got to check out my man, Michael Nimmons, who is handling his business as he drops that knowledge. I like that because Frederick Douglass, for whom I'm named, says that knowledge unfits us for slavery. Truth sets us free. If you want to be free, you want to be like Mike. Check out the best radio show online. You're locked in right now to our listening. You're tuned into this. And without thinking about it, guess what? I'm thinking out loud right here on a Thinking Out Loud radio show. And if you want to stay in the know, you better be listening to Thinking Out Loud radio show. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Check out Thinking Out Loud. Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thinking Out Loud radio show. Don't you dare touch that dial. The Thinking Out Loud radio show with Michael Nimmons. Featuring author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. Journalist Carolyn Clifford. As journalists, we just have to keep doing what we're doing day in and day out. And all we can do is report the truth in a non-biased manner, and everything else will work itself out. Activist and thought leader Marcia L. Dyson. Obviously not Nancy Pelosi, because again, because of social media, she said what she said, but that she's not going to be the one who stopped. Uh, her colleagues from not only thinking out loud, but talking out loud, whoever they are, authentically. Pastor and intellectual, Dr. Frederick Haynes III. In the black church, according to the uh, brilliant author and historian and scholar, L.H. Welchel, uh, he said the black church was born as a protest movement. Uh, that's the reason the black church came to be. And if we're going to be honest to uh, scripture, 
I mean, the church itself uh, came out protesting. It was a movement of prophetic witness uh, to, you know, the insurrection of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. for making it to the America's Got Talent Finals. From the Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm your host, author, motivational speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. And you're tuned in to the show that's giving voice to issues that matter to you. And we're so excited, as we always are, that you've tuned in to another edition of Thinking Out Loud radio show. And let me first start today's show by apologizing to our audience for not having a new show available uh, or show at all available on last Tuesday. Um, we haven't done this in the two years that we've been doing the show, but we hope you took advantage of our over hundred or so shows that we have uh, 130 there about that's available on all of the major podcasting networks whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Radio.com and you can even listen at our website MichaelNimmons.com so many places that you can find our podcast and I just thank you so much um, our listeners for uh, your support of our show it means a whole lot I thank you so kindly for tuning in each and every week uh, to hear uh, us and even the guests that we bring on uh, to the show and this show is a great one we, we've got a great guest uh, a young lady um, who is doing big things in the kingdom. She is an evangelist and entrepreneur, uh, Mariah Powell. I had a pleasure of um, making her acquaintance on Facebook and uh, ran across some of the things that she is doing. And I thought, you know, it would be great to have her on the show to talk about some of that. And just in, uh, in, in just a few weeks, she's going to be launching a, a Christian online boutique. Uh, so I uh, can't wait to share that information with you as well. So um, we've got a great show in store for you. Um, we also want to give a couple shouts out uh, starting out the show uh, to, to, first of all, to the adopted choir of this show, the Detroit Youth Choir. Um, just so proud of them and all that they're doing. Um, you know, they did a tremendous job on last Tuesday in the semifinals of America's Got Talent. And um, I know you all are proud of them as well. Those of you watched the show and know um, that on Wednesday they uh, got the announcement that they did make the finals. That's right, guys. So uh, shouts out to them, their director, Anthony White. Uh, just um, so so godly proud of them. And we're going to be talking about more about them in our What Are You Thinking About segment. Um, just got a lot of things I want to share with you. Um, and I will do that in just a few minutes. And we want to send a special shout out to Rexy Roll and uh, the people of uh, the Bahamas, uh, Rexy Roll and her family. Uh, if you all recall, she was the young lady we had on the show 
a little while ago who um, is part owner of the largest black owned airport in the Bahamas uh, called Western Air. And um, her airport, one of the airports that they own in Freeport, uh, was hit very badly uh, during the Hurricane Dorian. And um, we saw some of the footage, the pictures. Of that, of the aftermath of that storm and that hurricane, and um, our thoughts and prayers go out to them. And um, you know, <clears throat> we're thinking about them. We want to let them know that the people here in the states uh, are thinking about them and um, praying for them. That God will help them in this their time of need. And certainly, if you're listening on tonight, um, you know we are. We all are. <clears throat> aware of what went on with the storm and even though this hurricane is now behind us um, these people in the Bahamas uh, will be dealing with the aftermath and the impact of this storm for days, weeks, months and even years to come and certainly um, you know we uh, need to do our part to help them rebuild and um, you can go to redcross.org if you feel so inclined to do so, I'm reminded of the poem by John Don, who said, No man is an island and tire of himself. Every man is a part of the continent, a part of the main. If a man dies, it diminishes me, for I am involved in mankind. So therefore, never send to know for whom the bell tolls, it tolls for thee. And it's really a call to action for all of us to do something. Uh, and uh, share and spread the love of Jesus Christ. So we just want to let you know, Rexy, and to your family, uh, we love you guys, and uh, we are praying for you, and certainly um, we'll be reaching out to you hopefully very soon to have you back on the show so you can talk more about what's going on in the Bahamas and, and how our listeners can help you guys rebuild. God bless you all. In our What Are You Thinking About segment where we talk about what you're thinking about, we're going to be talking about Felicity Huffman and the college admission scandal. Just recently she was sentenced and um, she only got 14 days. That's right, guys, 14 days in jail for, um, you know, her involvement in this college admission scandal. For those who don't remember or recall, uh, Felicity Huffman is an actress and uh, she paid $15,000 to have her daughter's college admissions exam uh, basically um, uh, answers corrected. Uh, and um, and this is supposed, supposedly by the, uh, the New York prosecutors uh, was the biggest, um, largest college admission scam in our nation's history. And this young lady, um, this actress, only got 14 days for her involvement in this college admission scandal. Keep in mind, uh, there are other mothers that have done um, things to uh, help their children uh, get a better education. And um, they've gotten more time for lesser crimes. Um, for example, uh, there was a young mother, Kelly Williams Bolar, uh, who uh, falsified her uh, home address so that her daughters could go to a better school. And she used her dad's address, and um, she was, you know, once the 
school district found out they um, prosecuted her uh, sentence. She received a three-year sentence in prison, and she um, was fined $30,000. So there you have it, guys. You know, you can see the inequities in our broken criminal justice system. And um, we will be talking with Kelly Williams Bolar on our next show, Tuesday, September the 24th at 8 p.m. That's right, making that announcement. We will be talking to this mother, educator, and activist. Uh, She'll be sharing with you her story uh, during next week's show, and we're calling it Justice or Just Us. So I can't wait uh, to share that interview with you. But we're going to be talking Felicity Huffman uh, in just a few minutes doing our What Are You Thinking About segment. Also, we're going to be continuing our conversation about the Detroit Youth Choir, a tremendous choir, and um, sharing with you a conversation that we recently had with Director Anthony White, who called us the day after they um, made it to uh, the finals of America's Got Talent. So I want to share with you some of what we discussed, uh, and we'll do that during our What Are You Thinking About segment. And finally, rounding out, uh, the topics for our What Are You Thinking About segment. We're going to be talking about a major, major marketing fail on the part of Popeyes. You all know that, you know, the big frenzy uh, chicken sandwich uh, saga that's been going on across the country. And Popeyes has um, basically said they're out of the chicken sandwiches and uh, somebody on their marketing team came up with uh, what they thought was a brilliant idea, but it was a major, major fail. And we'll be sharing with you what they actually did uh, in our What Are You Thinking About segment. And of course, we have a dynamic word designed especially for you. This week's thought of the week, we're going to be asking the question, what are you feeding? Your faith? or your fears. I can't wait to share this thought with you. So needless to say, we have got a power pack show in store for you. So without any further ado, let's get to it. You is live. A sea of race fists and silence. 2020 fight is getting very real. Democrats jumping in, speaking out. Jussie Smollett. A month ago, Few people knew who he was. You're watching The Breakfast Club. If you take it all into consideration, Stephen A. Listen, the argument that where, where you absolutely disgust me. A dilemma right now. How you feeling? Better than I deserve. You feel better today? I'm getting there. Yeah. What are you thinking about? What's up, everybody? This is the September 17th edition of the What Are You Thinking About segment where we talk about everything that you're thinking about. Shouts out to CHH artist KB for this banging song called Not Today, Satan. 
And if you're like me, I'm not giving Satan any space in my home, my family, my job, my life, period. Powerful song with a powerful message. Get it on Spotify, Google Play Music, and iHeartRadio off of KB's latest LP entitled Today We Rebel. That's right. So in this segment where we talking pop popular culture, we thought we would highlight some of the CHH artists music that we listen to as well and enjoy. And KB is definitely one of those artists that I enjoy. But let's get down to the business at hand. In our first story, we talk about actress Felicity Huffman, who um, you're familiar with from uh, shows like Desperate Housewives, Frasier. Most recently, she uh, appeared in the Netflix documentary or docu-series entitled When They See Us, directed by Ava DuVernay. But you also know her from this college admission scandal. And just recently, uh, the judge handed down her sentence for her involvement in this college admission scandal. Let me refresh your memory. Felicity Huffman paid $15,000 to have her daughter's SAT scores changed so that she could get into uh, Stanford uh, University. And this is, according to CNN, one of the largest college admission scams in U.S. history that's ever been prosecuted. And this desperate housewife actress will spend 14 days, that's right, 14 days in prison for her role in what authorities, again, are calling the largest college admission scam ever prosecuted. It sounds a bit oxymoronic. How could this be the largest admission scam ever prosecuted? And one of the active participants in this scam is only doing 14 days. I cannot believe that. You ask yourself, why is that so? Why is that so? Well, let me tell you. It's because of her money and it's because of her race. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Huffman, the first of more than 30 parents charged in a scheme to be sentenced, was accused of paying $15,000 to scam masterminds to boost her daughter's SAT scores. She had pleaded guilty to the conspiracy to commit mail fraud and honest services mail fraud. Her lawyers asked for no jail time, one year probation. 250 hours of community service and a $20,000 fine. And this is what she got 14 days in prison and a $30,000 fine. Now, do you think that's fair? (laughs) Do you think that's justice? Not so. And what's interesting is that we've gotten um, a lot of mixed reviews. People are chiming in, of course. You know, Black America is... um, is definitely speaking out regarding this because this to me is another example of what we're calling white privilege. And um, but what's also interesting is we've gotten a few celebrities that have spoken out about this. And there's one person in particular's comments that I want to address uh, during our "What Are You Thinking About" segment, and it's um, pop or R&B artist John Legend. And um, John Legend recently made comments uh, regarding this and he said the he said this um, I get why everyone gets mad when rich person X gets a short sentence and poor person of color Y gets a long one 
The answer isn't for X to get more. It's for both of them to get less or even none. We should level down, not up. And I don't know if I completely agree with what he's saying here, because to me, it sounds like he is um, trying to justify Felicity Huffman's short sentence for what is now this is, again is not what I'm saying but what the New York Attorney General is calling the largest college admission scam in U.S. history so why would that warrant a lesser sentence like 14 days in prison versus you know a year or two behind bars or three years behind bars and and so um I'm I'm not sure if I completely agree with with his logic because you know he's saying that um you know why why sh- why they both both should get you know person of color as well as a white person committing the same crime should get the same uh, sentence um, and and if the white person is getting the lesser sentence then so should the black person and in that respect Ooh. I do agree however I, I still think he is you know in some ways justifying um, Felicity Huffman's 14 days in prison I'm not sure if if that's the way you read it or not, but that's that's kind of the way I see it, especially when you juxtapose this story with um, another story of a black mother by the name of Kelly Williams Bolar, who um, was sentenced to three years in prison and a thirty thousand dollar fine for falsifying. Uh, her home address so that her daughters could go to a better school district than the Akron, Ohio one they were slated for according to Huffington Post. I want you to stay tuned because we're going to be talking to Kelly Williams Bolar in our next show, September 24th. She's going to be our special guest. We're going to be talking to her about a whole ordeal with the uh, Akron, Ohio school district. What happened there? She's going to tell her story. She's now an edu- she's an educator. She was able to get her teaching certificate back. Um, again, she lost her father in this ordeal. This this is a tremendous story. Uh, I can't wait to share it with you. Again, Tuesday, September twenty fourth, we'll be talking to Kelly Williams Bolar, educator and activist, who's now going around and speaking about this. Uh, talking to and sharing her story with people around the country and uh, and bringing awareness to uh, the inequities within this broken criminal justice system. So I'd love to get your thoughts and feedback on uh, Felicity Huffman's sentence, 14 days in prison. Uh, I'd love to know what, you, what your thoughts are on that. Do you think she, you know, should have served more time? Do you agree um, with that? Or do you think that this was fair? 14 days in prison is enough time for her. I've even heard that some people believe that she won't even serve those 14 days, which is, you know, quite possibly true. So we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But again, it's interesting 
to see um to see this played out again in our next show we're calling it justice or just us justice or just us And of course, we got to give a special, special shout out to our adopted choir, the Detroit Youth Choir. They've done a tremendous job on America's Got Talent, guys. If you missed it last week, you definitely missed a treat. These young people did a phenomenal job, um, you know, in their performance in the semifinals. And of course, you know, um, they are now performing in the finals for America's Got Talent. I'm just bursting with so much excitement and so much uh, joy for these young people. If you happen to miss last week's performance, uh, these young people performed uh, the song High Hopes by Panic. And boy, did they do a phenomenal job. Take a listen.
what did I tell you guys? I mean, phenomenal, phenomenal job. And um, I had I had the opportunity to talk to director Anthony White a day after the choir got the announcement that they have made it to America's Got Talent finals. And uh, he is just thrilled and overwhelmed um, with uh, all of the love and the support they've been receiving, not just from uh, the judges, you know, all the judges love him. And he's saying that, you know, the love that they're, they're, that they're being shown on television is genuine because this is the same love that they're getting behind the scenes when the cameras are off from judges like Gabrielle Union, Simon Cowell, uh, Howie Mandel, you know, um, Queen Latifah, you know, the, these guys are just showing them so much love. Julianne Hoff, they're just showing him, showing them so much love and um, and they really, really appreciate it. But they also are appreciating all the love the audience is getting, giving them and America's giving them as well. I, I really feel like they're fan favorites. That's what I told Anthony. You know, they haven't been in the bottom three in any of uh, the shows, the live shows. Uh, they've 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 advanced. They didn't survive in advance, but they advanced. And um, you know, of course, we don't know what the what the vote tallies are, but you know, the fact that they are advancing without being in the bottom three is is truly amazing. Another thing that's that's that I told them and and I and I shared with them is when you know when Anthony, um, with him and I were talking initially about uh, them, you know, just. Uh, you know, being a, being on being in America's Got Talent, he was really just saying, "Man, I wish we could just get to the stage. We just want to have an op- opportunity to audition in front of those judges." And not only have they been able to do that, but they got the golden buzzer. And not only did they get the golden buzzer, but they made it to the semifinals, the quarterfinals, the semifinals, and now they've made it to the finals. And now they have a legitimate opportunity to win $1 million. Just think about what that would do for this amazing nonprofit organization right here in the city and how they would be able to affect and impact the lives of so many more young people. You know, right now they have 52 young people in the choir that are there in Hollywood. But just imagine how many more young people could be involved in this nonprofit organization if they were able to win this one million dollar prize and not only that you know they don't currently have a place where they can rehearse a building they could call their own but with that one million dollar prize they would be able to have a building where they could rehearse where they could practice I, I think it would be tremendous you know and we are this close guys you know very very close they're very very close I think they have a I mean, they are the odds-on favorite to win at this point, I think. Now, I'm not just talking about because I'm from Detroit and I know the director and I know the choir, but uh, I'm not the only one saying it. You know, when you watch the television show, you know, the judges are saying it, the fans are saying it. So, hey, I'm, I'm pulling for them to get this win on America's Got Talent. I know you are as well. So do us a favor and go to NBC.com forward slash AGT and vote right after their performance on tonight. Make sure you go and vote for uh, the Detroit Youth Choir. We want to make sure they win this 
talent show and they're able to get that $1 million prize. I think this is the kind of shot in the arm our city of Detroit so desperately needs. Let's support these young people, the Detroit Youth Choir, because they are definitely making our city proud. And finally, and finally, last but certainly not least, we have to talk about Popeyes. Woo! Talk about a major, major marketing fail. BYOB. And you probably wondering what does that BYOB stand for? You've you've heard that that acronym used before. BYOB stands for bring your own bottle. And we've heard that at uh, picnics and parties, you know, we'll supply the food, just BYOB, bring your own bottle or bring your own beverage. But in this case, guys, some brilliant person in Popeye's marketing department decided that BYOB would stand for bring your own bun. That's right. You heard me correctly. BYOB stands for bring your own bun. <laughs> Woo! According to Fox News Network, Popeye's customers slam new BYOB campaign fire whoever came up with this idea. In a surprise few could have foreseen, it appears customers don't like being trolled by fast food chains for no reason, especially after praising a brand for its hot new item. Popeyes is seemingly learning this lesson the hard way after launching an unusual campaign pain asking its customers to bring your own bun. So you know that right now across the country, Popeyes is saying that they are out of the um the out of the um uh, chicken sandwich that is taking the 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 country by storm. You know they've sold out of it, and so because of that, uh, they decided to come up with this marketing campaign BYOB bring your own bun and make your own sandwich really really Popeyes really so in this 30 second long advertisement you see several customers or rather people acting like customers are seen reacting very negatively to the BYOB gimmick one of the customers even asked what the you know the rest <laughs> Popeyes also spices in sarcastic slides that seem to taunt the customers who are just asking for the sandwich and not another chore and I have to bring my own bun one customer in the commercial asked before the brand cuts to an oddly cheeky slide that reads that's what BYOB means bring your own bun this is ridiculous talk about a marketing fail well, turns out those on Twitter had similar reactions to the customers on camera and left hundreds of comments criticizing Popeyes for the commercial, which had more than one million views as of Thursday afternoon. One person said, you think this is funny? Because I think 36% revenue decrease in the last week is funny, too. <laughs> right. You're going to hit. You're going to feel this in the pocketbook, Popeyes. <laughs> I'm telling you man You know these fast food companies Have just gotten out of hand um, Somebody Crystal Vertigo said Chick-fil-A never runs out of sandwiches <laughs> Oh my god The, the number of memes and, and jokes That people have associated with this commercial Is tremendous But, but again it, It's a major marketing fail 
you know, if you if you want to to really, you know, do something, spend your time trying to trying to get more sandwiches, make more sandwiches available instead of coming up with this this sarcastic commercial that that's, you know, taunting and making fun of those who want the sandwich but can't have it, you know. Uh, I, I really don't see where this is going, you know. This this made much sense at all. So, um, you know, you know, I'm sure Popeyes is gonna fill it in the pocketbook after this because <laughs> the commercial got a million views. So that means a million people have got to be upset with Popeyes. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What are your thoughts about any of the things that we? discuss during our what are you thinking about segment feel free to add us at tol radio host msn we love to know what your thoughts are or put a uh, leave us a comment hit us up on our facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud radio show or drop us an email at contact at michaelnemons.com or go to our website leave us a comment uh on our tol radio show page a lot of ways to keep in touch with us we love to get your thoughts and feedback uh, about anything that we discuss during tonight's show. Again, shouts out to CHH artist KB for that great song entitled Not Today Satan. Not Today Satan. That's right. Not Today Satan. Well, we're getting ready to take our first break of the night. But when we come back, we're getting into our interview with evangelist and entrepreneur Mariah Powell. Don't you go anywhere. Don't you touch that dial. You're tuned in to one of the hottest radio shows online. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to the thinking out loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Hi, my name is Maya, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio show host and my daddy, Michael Nimmons. You better listen to that little girl. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you were insufficient? Who told you that you were a loser? Who told you that you were a failure? Who told you that you were deficient? Who told you that you were nothing? Who told you that you were worthless? Who told you that you had no value? Who told you that you were to believe? Who told you that you were naked? It's a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95, or by visiting 
michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. This is Derek Mason, former All-Pro wide receiver of the NFL. I'm sending my man Michael Nemens a special, special two-year anniversary with the Thinking Out Loud radio show, man. I am so proud of you, man. Keep doing your thing. Let's make this two years turn into four and then four into forever, man. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. This is radio host Michael Nimmons, and yes, it's tax time. Haven't filed yet? No worries. We've got the place for you. Consumer Tax Clinic. Take it from someone who knows. They will sit down with you, go over your return, give great advice, and look for the best possible return options. Let the experts at Consumer Tax Clinic help you get the refund you never thought you could. They did it for me. Let them do it for you. Call Consumer Tax Clinic at 248-395-0078. That's 248-395-0078. Or visit their website at ConsumerTaxClinic.com. That's ConsumerTaxClinic.com. Consumer Tax Clinic, a tax service designed with you in mind. All right, everybody, we are back on another edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And I'm just so happy to have this special young lady on the line with us on tonight. Uh, as usual, we like to bring to you um, uh, empowering and influential people. And she certainly fits the bill. And uh, we we uh, just are so godly proud of what she's doing, and we can't wait uh, to get into this interview. Before we do, though, we want to give her a proper introduction. Mariah Powell was born to pastors Eric and Michelle Powell of House of Praise Deliverance and Outreach Ministries. She gave her life to Christ at an early age, and her life has never been the same. Mariah Powell Ministries travels the country spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ in churches, organizations and even in the streets when she's not traveling she's managing a christian publishing company and an online retail clothing company right here in detroit michigan at only 25 years old she has dedicated her life to the service of god and his people she'll be launching her the godly boutique uh, which is an online clothing boutique on sunday october 6th i want you to give a warm Thinking Out Loud radio show, welcome to new friend of the show, entrepreneur and evangelist, Mariah Powell. Welcome to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, Mariah. Thank you, guys. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be here. We are so happy to have you on the Thinking Out Loud radio show with us on tonight and as I said, um, she's doing a lot of great things, and we're definitely going to get into some of those things uh, on tonight during her interview on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. So, um, Mariah, let's start here because, you know, um, in your bio, you said you were born to, uh, uh, to parents who are pastors. And I'm sure, you know, there are individuals um, that want to know, you know, what is it like? 
um, you know, uh, growing up in a home as a preacher's kid? You know, what was it like having a pastor and a first lady as parents? Um, it was definitely very, very interesting. Uh, it was different. I believe um, being a child of pastors, it definitely sets you apart from the culture um, because you're just raised different. You're raised with different values. You're raised with different standards. And for me, growing up um, in the city of Detroit and just being a young person in general, um, growing up, I had to kind of find my identity. And all of that, I had to be able to find my identity um, and and who God had called me to be outside of my parents. Um, but it was definitely very, very interesting. Just finding your identity and all of that um, was raised up in church. So, you know, every Sunday I was at church. Um, every Sunday uh, I was helping out before church would even get started. So it was definitely different, um, different disciplines, different um, things that we had to do that most kids didn't have to do, like Bible study, worship night, all those things. And as a young child, I really didn't understand the value of those things um, until I got older. I felt like it was more like a punishment. I looked at serving God as something that was negative, um, just in comparison to my culture and what was around me. I looked at it as being something negative or something that I was more hiding or wasn't really open about. Um, But as I got older and I began to find out who God was for myself and began to see um, the, just the, the evidence of my peers, my peers, the harvest of things that they're going through now that I don't have to go through. It makes me just look back and just, be thankful for how I was raised, even though I didn't understand its value back then, being a young child, being different, you know, um, just being around other children, having different views, different values quickly set me apart in everywhere that I would go. Um, I looked at it as something that was negative, but now looking back as an adult and, you know, knowing God for myself, I look at it like a blessing. Like it, it definitely saved my life from so many things. Mm, wow. You know, and just listening to you, I realized that, you know, even though, you know, we don't know each other, we still have a lot in common because, you know, I was not a preacher's uh, son growing up, uh, but I was uh, born and raised in the church. And, you know, grew up in church all my life. Uh, my my dad was a trustee. My wife, my mom, rather, was a, a missionary. And so, um, you know, when you grow up in church all your life, uh, of course, you know, you, you're viewed differently by your peers. You know, always, you know, they're, you know, have something to say about, you know, you being at church every day. And, <laughs> you know, you're there for... Bible class, you're there for Sunday service, you're there for choir rehearsal, you know, and, and, and whatever else is going on during the week or whatever, whatever. And you back at church again. And so um, my question to you is, did you did you ever run into that? And how did you deal with that? You know, that those that kind of uh, peer pressure uh, growing up, because, you you know, um, I, I, I know I see that we do have that in common so I'm always interested to know how 
other, you know, young people growing up in the church handle that? Definitely, definitely. Um, I ran into that so much, and I didn't understand it, um, being a young person, um, that rejection, just the rejection from the culture, rejection from the generation, rejection from society. Um, I was more closed off, didn't really want to show where I was from. I didn't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. Um, I just remember being young and going through that and still having to try to find my identity and all of that. Um, so it was very, very challenging, just the disrespect. I mean, just all, you know, young kids, they really don't care. Like, kids are more, you know, reserved about their opinions and what they feel and what they think. But as a young child, people were more open and more outspoken about how they felt um, about it. Um, so I just remember going through that rejection. It was really hard. It really opened up the door to, like, just a lot of bullying, a lot of um, conflicts and altercations just growing up um, in the DPS school system with this difference that later was a gift to me. Um, but how I look at it now, I definitely know that God had me there for a purpose. You know, this, I was growing up, I, that really was what led me to God, that rejection from my peers. I mean, I'm like, I don't have anybody else to talk to, you know. It, it almost put me in a position where I had to seek God, where I had to learn God's voice. I had to become friends with God because I didn't have any other friends. Um, so ultimately it helped me out, and even now in ministry, the same people that ostracized me or talked about me or, you know, really just didn't understand why I was so different are the very people that God has used me to pray for or to minister to. So I definitely feel like God, even in all of that craziness growing up, that God had a plan. Like, I want you to be different on purpose so you can reach them. If you were just like them, you couldn't reach them. Wow. I know you are enjoying our interview with evangelist and entrepreneur Mariah Powell. So glad to have her on the Thinking Out Loud radio show with us on tonight. And she's just been sharing with us what it was like growing up uh, with, uh, you know, uh, preachers uh, or pastors as parents. And she's a preacher's kid and, you know, dealing with the peer pressure and, you know, uh, being at church, you know, uh, every time the church doors are open and, you know, all of those types of things. But um, it sounds like she's took it all in stride and it's made her into the the uh, the woman of God that she is on tonight. And certainly happy again to have her on on the show. So, you know, with that, with all that being said, you know, I want you to share with our listeners, you know, when did you realize that there was a call on your life? You know, it's one thing to um, to go to church because, you know, they say you you know, your parents say you got to go to church. And, of course, you know, because your your parents are pastors, they have to be at church. And, and, and you have no choice but to go now that you're uh, the preacher's daughter so, or the pastor's daughter. So, um, you know, it's one thing having being made to go to church, but then it's another thing entirely when you realize that that God has a call on your life and that church is where you need to be. So I want you to share with our listeners, you know, when did you realize that there was a call on your life and what was that feeling like for you? 
Um, I definitely, um, I realized when I first got saved, just being in rebellion and trying to figure out my identity, that's really what I call it, um, prior to me getting saved, just trying to find out my identity, going through such a tough time with that, just going through my whole life, 17 years, without a relationship with God, with God was hard. It was so hard just not having anyone to talk to about what I was, or feeling like I didn't have anyone to talk to about it. It was very, very hard. I feel like if I would have had a relationship with God back when I was in high school or in middle school, I, I would it would have came out differently, you know, because I would have had that, that relationship with God where I could talk to him and express myself to him. Um, but I actually remember I ended up getting saved when I was 17, but I didn't, still didn't understand my purpose then. I was saved, loved God. But when I turned 20, um, I remember being in college, and my life was going so good. Like, it, was, it wasn't it was perfect, but it was going good. Like, I was going to college to be a lawyer. Um, I was in college working, going to school. My life was kind of like on schedule. I would go to school in the daytime, go to work at night, have finally got a good job. And I remember my life seemed like it just spiraled down. Mm. It just, it was all God's divine, but God's divine order. But at that time, it felt like the worst season of my life. It literally felt like everything was just going wrong. I ended up getting a call from my counselor in college, and she called me. And she was like, um, she basically told me my financial aid was gone and that um, the only way that I can continue to go to college was I had to pay financial aid out of pocket. Student hmm. that was only making $19 an hour with rent and um, a car note and lights and beer. That was like, I just only got enough for groceries extra. Like, how am I going to pay for financial aid? Um, so that ended up in me um, resulting in me getting kicked out of college. And right after that, about a week later, um, my manager from the post office called me and said, I'm sorry, but uh, based on management, I have to lay you off in three days. Mm. Like, God, like, what is going on? Like, I'm in college. Like, I, I just can't stop. I'm going to school. I accumulated crap. Like, I'm on a path. And um, so I got laid off of my job, got kicked out of college. I had to move back in with my parents, which was a total shift for me. Being a young, independent young lady, had been living on my own my whole life, I mean, since I was 17, and then having to revert back to becoming dependent um, for my family, for everything, for money, for um, for food, for everything. Um, it was hard, and I cried out to God and said, God, you know, what is going on? Like, God, I just need you. Like, I'm trying to do the right thing. I'm not trying to just be out here, you know, asking for a man or asking for um, friends or fame. I just want to go to school, and I just want to um, do the right thing, do what I, I feel like you're calling me to do. And the Lord began to, and also at that time, I would have, um, I would just have these crazy nightmares all the time. And mm. part of my calling, I used to have these crazy nightmares every single day. And I would have to go to my pastor and ask them, 
you know, what are these nightmares? Like, what is going on? And my pastor just led me and said, I think you need to pray to God. I think you need to talk to God. So I began to talk to God, and I began to pray. And um, and for months, it felt like he wasn't talking to me. You know, I was just going through that. I mean, I applied for hundreds of jobs. Like, I thought something was wrong. Was I crying for? I mean, I didn't know what was going on. And God began to tell me the reason why you're going through what you're going through is because um, the devil is fighting you based on your calling and based on your purpose. But the devil knows your purpose, and your purpose is going to be powerful, and your purpose is going to be strong, and you're going to affect so many people. So when God told me that, it kind of was like that light bulb that made sense. This is why I'm going through what I'm going through. This is why I went through what I went through before I even got saved. Now it's all coming together. My purpose was like that missing puzzle to all the questions that I had for years. This is why I never fit in in school. You know, this is why I had such a big imagination as a child and I was always creating stuff. You know, this is why um, I was extreme in my relationships and my friendships is because I was a, a minister and I was, loyal, like a loyalist. I was very loyal, very headstrong, very driven. It was all a part of my calling. And, and to find out that from God was life change. It, it it literally changed the game. It changed the flow of my life. It put me in a whole other direction for the rest of my life. Don't, 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 What's going on with uh, Jay-Z and the NFL? Catch it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Radio.com, and MichaelNimmons.com. Jay-Z said, you know, we're past milling. Because Jay-Z, you may be past milling, but the guys that are still milling, the guys that are still fighting for injustice, they're not past Millie. Everybody's screaming that, oh, Jay-Z's at the table now. We should be happy that one of us is at the table. Just because you're at the table doesn't mean we all eat in the same. You're tuned in to the Three Hour Show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. and lyricist Ty Scott King wishing radio host Michael Newmans and the Thinking Out Loud radio show a happy second year anniversary. Y'all make sure y'all keep supporting, keep listening. This is God's work. So keep it locked in Jesus' name. The 
Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. you're enjoying our interview with my good friend evangelist and entrepreneur mariah powell let's get back into this empowering interview wow wow i mean you said a mouthful there you know and what i took out of that was you know the devil knows who you are the devil knows your purpose even before you know your purpose and you are on the devil's radar even before you realize what your purpose was. And, and so, uh, it was his, uh, objective to get you to stop yourself even before you got started. And that's what the devil does and tries to do to all of us who God has called, uh, for a specific purpose. And I mean, to be able to, uh, to know that and to realize that and, and still uh, be able to push past and move forward is uh, is remarkable. It is truly remarkable. I know you guys are enjoying our interview with evangelist and entrepreneur Mariah Powell. We're just so enjoying her talking to us and sharing with us a little bit about uh, her calling into the ministry and how God, um, uh, you know, placed it upon her heart and, and called her. Uh, to to the to the ministry, and so um, I want you to share with our listeners a little bit about um, um, is it it's evangelist Mariah Perry Ministries. Talk to us about some of the things that you've done. Um, you know, according to your bio, you've traveled the country and sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you know, um, I know it's not an easy thing, but it's definitely. Uh, uh, you know, a powerful opportunity that God has afforded you. So I want you to share our listeners a little bit more about your ministry. Yes. Um, well, Mariah Power Ministry started in February of 2015. It started with just a simple prayer line that I started. Um, I'm thinking this is just going to be something that, you know, God was just going to have me do like a little activity and I never imagine that it would spiral into um, being able to travel, being able to minister, being able to really spread the gospel. Um, so Mariah Powell Ministries is a nonprofit organization, um, and it's an organization that really teaches people um, the word of the Lord. And sometimes um, we do it through books. So I have books that I publish. We do it through books, conferences television broadcast um we also do it through youtube channels um we used to have a bible app that we did but the lord led me to no longer do the bible app um but we really just travel all throughout the country we host different conferences in major cities as the lord leads um so we did a conference down in dayton ohio we did a conference in atlanta georgia um, and we try to, like, squeeze out those conferences um, in between uh, church services throughout the year. 
Um, so a lot of times, as the Lord leads, uh, pastors or preachers, they'll invite me out um, to minister to the word of the Lord, and I would just consecrate myself and really get in tune with God, with what God is saying to this generation and what God is saying to his people. Um, so really with the ministry, whether it's writing a book, uh, whether it's doing a youth rally, whether it's through a prayer line, um, a YouTube channel, or just a service um, throughout the country, um, our main point and our main goal is to teach people the wisdom and the kingdom of God, um, just liberating believers um, in the word of God, liberating them. When I first started ministry, I asked God, God, if I'm going to do this ministry, I want evidence. I want to see people get healed. I want to see people get delivered. I want, if it's a prophetic anointing, I want it to be clear. I want clarity. And God has definitely kept his word in every service. I mean, from the first service that we ever did um, back in 2015, um, God has just given us evidence of his glory and evidence of his power. And we get so many testimonies. We do a um, a 5 a.m. prayer line, and we also do it on Facebook and Instagram um, at Mariah Paul Ministries, and we get so many testimonies. I mean, I get testimonies from India and Africa. I'm like, how do y'all even know what's going on over here? <laughs> wow. Yeah, God definitely spreads his gospel. Whoever he wants to hear it, they hear it, and um, he just moves. So I'm thankful for the opportunity, and I'm looking forward to what he has next. That's wonderful. That is wonderful. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, whenever you um, yield yourself to God and open yourself up to being used by him, it's just amazing, you know, the doors that he opens and the, 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 the paths and directions he takes you in. And all he's looking for is just uh, a willing vessel to be used by him. And, it's, and that's what it sounds like you've uh, dedicated your life to being. All God, all God wants is a yes. No, some people get frustrated and overwhelmed because they feel like for me to walk in my purpose or for me to live this picture-perfect life that people portray online and people portray uh, through television, media, our generation just like has this, this image or this idea of what success is. Success is this perfect life where everything is perfect, perfect kids, perfect marriage. Um, but I definitely feel like um, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And what happens is we just take one step at a time, just obeying God, one instruction, one guest, one conference, one book, one vision at a time. And ultimately, it all just comes together for his glory. Wow. Wow. Awesome. 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 I know you guys are enjoying our interview with evangelist and entrepreneur Mariah Powell. So happy to have her on the Thinking Out Loud radio show with us on tonight. And, you know, as we were reading your bio, looking at, um, you know, uh, how, you know, what you accomplished and what some think, what are some things you're doing? It really looks like you have an entrepreneurial spirit in addition to being a woman of God. And, and I want you to share with our listeners more about that because, you know, you, you not only have a, clothing line that you're going to be launching very soon 
the girl, uh, boot, the godly girl boutique. And we'll be talking about that in just a few minutes, but also a Christian uh, publishing company, which is truly amazing. And you're only 25 years old. So I want you to share with our listeners more about that. Definitely, definitely. Um, so God is so awesome. God is so amazing. Um, in that time, when I first started with ministry, God literally orders all of our steps from our finances. He equates all of that into his plan when we say yes. Um, so in 2015, when I first started um, in ministry with the prayer line, um, God took me through a wilderness season. And before I ever was able to pray for anyone, before I was able to get a pulpit or or, or anything, he started me off with prayer. And um, I went through this wilderness season with God where literally it, it was like the toughest season of my life. Like God will break you. And I tell people all the time, they're like, how are you making these, doing these companies? You know, how are you traveling? How are you getting all these favor and opportunities? And I literally tell people, let God break you. Let God break you. And I know it doesn't make sense. And I know it doesn't sound right. And I know you think I should be saying, but I'm t- I want to tell all, let God break you. When I first started in ministry and I told God, God, I want this awesome ministry, he said, okay, daughter, I'm going to give you what you want. I'm going to mature you. I'm going to mature you fast, and I'm going to raise you up quick. But you're going to have to go through a wilderness season where I have to test you, and I have to teach you the things of God. And uh, little did I know that that wilderness season was going to be my breakthrough season now. Since I was birthing out, now I raise up other um entrepreneurs and other people in books like I literally teach people how to make money like I never never imagined it but when I was going through that wilderness season the Lord would have me every single day he told me I want you to write down a thought of the day and the thought of the day would just be about one paragraph five sentences and he would tell me tell he would say tell me something that you learned today And every day I would write down something that the Lord would teach me. Little did I know this was a multi-million. This was such a great idea. So God would tell me, write down one thing that you learn every single day. For nine months, he lived. This is when I I couldn't get a job, anything, for nine months. Um, He's like, write down one thought of the day. So I would write down a thought of the day every single day, and I would find a scripture to kind of encourage me. So I would take that scripture and kind of, pull wisdom from that and just let the Lord lead me. Five sentences, just that simple. And I did this for about nine months. For nine months, every single day, because I was going through so much, I had so much to write about. But for nine months, I wrote down one thing that God taught me. Well, after the nine months was over, um, I started to get a breakthrough. Finally, after going through all of that, being laid off my job, uh, being kicked out of college, I had this dream. And in this dream, I had a dream that I graduated from college. So I woke up so excited. I'm like, yes, finally I'm getting some type of word from God. This got to mean something. And God began to tell me, daughter, you going to graduate from school. Everything you lost, I'm giving it back to you double. So not only did I go back to college, 
my counselor, the same counselor that said I didn't have enough money to go to school, actually after those nine months ended up contacting me and said, you know, counselors, when you're in college, they tell you to take a lot of classes because they want you to pay, like, more tuition. Sometimes they add on classes, even if they're not necessary. They'll add on more classes kind of for you to pay. Based on the classes that I had taken prior to, they said you can actually graduate. I was, based on my schedule, I was supposed to graduate in a year. They said you can graduate in two semesters. You can actually graduate early. So not only did God speed up my time, and then because that nine months I was able to save up money, and I wasn't, now I don't have to, most of my peers have thousands of dollars in debt. But because God laid me off at that time and I was kicked out of college, I was able to pay for college cash in advance. I ended up graduating college earlier than the rest of my program, the rest of my class. God definitely made up for what I went through. But for those nine months, um, after the nine months, the Lord said, I want you to write a book. And I'm like, God, I got a short attention span. Like, I don't even read books. Like, how am I going to write a book? And he's like, daughter, you already wrote the book. And I'm like, well, what do you mean, Lord? And and um, he's like, those journals that I had you write, you not only wrote one book, you wrote three books. Mm. Lord, are you serious? Like, and I reread the diary. The writing was so precise. It was so exquisite. Like, it was like reading a book. That book now has sold out on Amazon, literally, but the it's so amazing. So the Lord told me at that time I didn't know how to publish my book. I didn't even know who to go to. I'm sorry. But all I knew is my aunt, she had a publishing company. So I go to her, and I'm like, aunt, well, God told me, um, God told me that to come to you and to help me publish my book. I'll pay you all the money you need. I just need to know how to publish my book. And my aunt is like, no, I'm not going to help you publish your book. And I'm like, you're supposed to be silly. What do you mean? Like, you're not going to help me publish my book? And she's like, no, I'm going to show you how to start your own publishing company. I'm like, yes. And she was, she did not show me how to publish a book. She literally gave me the tools to start a business. And um, from that moment, and I knew it was God because she's not even that type of personality to, like, tell me no, like, and she helped me start my publishing company. So now through that wilderness season and even me learning in that wilderness, learning how to write journal entries every single day, now I teach other writers all over the world. They're like, how do I write a book? I'm like, cool, just like how God showed me every single day, write down the thought of the day. In a month, you're going to have a, a devotional book. In a month, you're going to, he showed, I mean, the Holy Spirit literally showed me how to do business consultations, writer's workshops, everything that I went through had a purpose. And now, years later, my harvest is here. Now I'm showing other writers, how, and it's not hard for me. Business is just like a second nature. It's just like, um, it's just, he teaches you in the fire. So I definitely encourage you all, let God break you. I know it don't feel good. I know you don't understand and you can't see. I couldn't see where I was at. I didn't know that I had a publishing company. I didn't know. God was showing me how to start a boutique even then. 
God saw all of this. Like people, uh, I I was birthing out other authors just by going through that. Now other authors come to me. They come to me. They catch me at conferences. I want to get my and I teach them how to publish their books at an affordable rate. It's none of that major high stuff. We, you know, I teach them just like how the Lord taught me. So in the kingdom of God, we can continue to build up that kingdom wealth and we can live empowered lives through the gospel of Jesus. And that's really what the boutique is about. That's what the publishing company is about, just empowering other believers to live your best life financially, spiritually, have the whole the whole cake. Like, it's really, it's really what I learned in the fire. And You're tuned in. To the thinking Ow. Loud Radio Show Giving voice to issues that matter to you Author and speaker Dr. Eddie Connor I, I was reading something the other day And it's, it's interesting uh, It's been 50 years since uh, Dr. King was killed, 50 years later, they're still killing kings, you know, uh, to, to really speak truth to power, but also to, to speak to our young men about uh, police brutality, but also the whole spectrum that in many cases, they live in the crosshairs of society. We can give them all the, the tips, tools, and things of the trade of how to govern yourself accordingly, but we see young men all across America, and we, you know, uh, in many cases we just become desensitized to a young man who is shot and killed because the police were threatened by the fact that he pulled something out of his pocket and it was a phone when they thought it was a gun. Practitioner and spokesperson, Dr. Victoria Dooley. I do feel strongly that as the African-American community and the church, we need to take mental illness more seriously, and we need to make it okay for somebody to seek out health care for mental health issues other than prayer. Absolutely, 100%. Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist, Rochelle Riley. Uh, I, I can tell you, and before we leave uh, Ali, let me tell you that it wasn't just an interview with him, but my very first column called for the city of Louisville to have a museum for him because at that time there was nothing bearing his name except a little strip of street, you know, how it works in some cities where Martin Luther King Boulevard is in a part of town, but in the rest of the town it's named something else. That column ran and the mayor and other folks who knew better and who were embarrassed by it said, okay, it's time. And that helped lead to this effort that had been going on for some time to raise $80 million to build the Muhammad Ali Center, which now exists on the banks of the Ohio River. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. It's their birthday. They need a gift for that special someone. Then call KCN Designs and sit back and smile. KCN Designs specializes in custom-made, all-occasion baskets that are sure to make that special someone smile. Call KCN Designs today at 248-820-3691. That's 248-820-3691. 
248-820-3691 and order your custom basket today. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. I hope you enjoyed our interview with my good friend, evangelist and entrepreneur, Mariah Powell. Let's hear the conclusion of this empowering interview. Wow, what a tremendous testimony. What a tremendous testimony. I know you are enjoying our interview with evangelist and entrepreneur Mariah Powell. We're so happy to have her on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And she's really just been sharing with us how God has just been using her to bless other people. And um, I'm just, I'm being blessed myself by uh, by her testimony and by her willingness uh, to serve God in this capacity. And we, again, thank her so much for being on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And, you know, we talked earlier about uh, a Christian clothing line that she's going to be launching very soon. It's called the Girly, uh, I'm sorry, the Godly Girl Boutique. And uh, I ran across, um, I, I actually ran across, I told I was talking with her offline and shared with her that I saw a post of a mutual friend uh, of mine uh, on Facebook and saw that, um, they were she was getting ready to uh, to launch this new clothing line and you know whenever christians um are doing something i'm always interested and intrigued by it and whenever it comes to clothing and 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 apparel and and uh and 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 merchandise like that i'm always paying close attention because um you know for some reason whenever um we step out to do things um you know in in uh you know in that area or in that vein um you know it 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 requires i think um it it definitely requires a business savvy um it it definitely requires some creativity uh cuz i'm a creative person as well so i'm always you know interested in in knowing you know how how these things come about and you know the different i'm impressed by some of the different designs and things of that nature and how God's word is going to, is going to be incorporated into uh the design of uh of the of the of the fashion wear. So, you know, I want you to share with our listeners more about uh the Godly Girl Boutique uh and the clothing line and what inspired it and you know when it's going to launch and when will uh these these um this merchandise be available for purchase. Yes, yes. So the Godly Girl Boutique is my newest, my newest business venture and also um, ministry venture as well. Um, the Godly Girl Boutique um, actually was an idea that God gave me. And I know it's going to be crazy. Y'all not going to believe this, but he actually gave me this idea back in July. So not even two months ago, the Lord gave me this idea. And I knew that this was God because, it moved so fast. It was like, it just, I got the licenses. I mean, I got title, everything. Like, God just, even the creativity, it was such an accelerated rate. 
the launch party, all of this. God did this in, in, in less than, I mean, I had the business done in a month. I knew it was God because I see people have business plans for months, and God just giving me such speed and such detail with each piece of clothing. Um, it was definitely the spirit of the Lord. Um, but it all began uh, with really with my heart for women, with my heart for women, uh, just looking at the society and the generation. I feel like beauty, fashion, favor is portrayed in such a derogatory way for women um, in a sense. As far as, like, the world sees women, we have to be, you know, half naked to be um, liked or get a lot of follows or to get that favor and that influence. And really the Godly Girl Boutique started really to show women that you can be beautiful, you can be smart, you can be favored, you can be empowered, you can still be liked um, without having to degrade yourself or dishonor yourself or uh, uncover yourself. So I really try to use my platform or use the influence that God has given me to show girls that you can do it without the devil. Like you can get the marriage, you can get the favor, you can get the style. I really got more into fashion and hair and makeup recently over the last few years because of my love for women. I really wanted to draw the young women and to show them you know, that you are loved, you are beautiful, you're smart, you do not have to compromise to get what you want in life. Um, So with the clothing line, each clothing, each piece of jewelry, each piece of clothing, um, each everything that we sell reflects who we are. So the T-shirts will have scriptures on them, just little reminders throughout the day, little encouragement that you have throughout the day to encourage you um, that you got this, and it's not just for women. We sell uh, clothes for women, children, um, and men, um, just pieces of clothing to remind you who you are so that when life gets loud or the testing gets loud or the frustrations and the cares of this world gets loud, that you always have something to remind you that you're a child of God and that what you're going through is not permanent. It's only temporary, and the only reason He's allowing you to go through it is because of what's on the other side. God would never allow you to go through something and not let you reap something because of it. So really the Golly Girl Boutique is really to empower and to inspire women to be the best, the best woman that you can be. And our launch party is actually um the the clothes the clothes all released um Sunday, October the sixth. And it, it's at Cadence Galleria in Royal Oak, Michigan, and that's located at 202 West 4th Street. And we're going to have free food, music. We're going to have different entrepreneurs that are there, hairstylists, um, talk shows. I mean, so many athletes, all different people coming together um, and purpose in the kingdom of God Sunday. October the 6th is going to be crazy. So all of you in the community, I want you to join us on Sunday. It's absolutely free. Bring your kids, bring your children. Have a good time. Downtown Royal Oak, and we're going to have a good time just representing the kingdom of God in fashion. We're going to fly, y'all, so it's not just going to be 
we definitely study fashion. We study um, even from our photo shoots. We 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 study it. We do detail. We we study what are the trends, what are the different culture shifts, and and ultimately we reflect it right back to the inventor of fashion, Jesus. And I, I would love for you all to be there. It's gonna be. Wow, it sounds like it's going to be off the chain. Wow, and it's amazing. I'm getting excited just listening to you talk about this event coming up October the 6th. And uh, it's going to be the launch of the Godly Girl Boutique. That's right. And uh, what's the name of the uh, location again? Um, So the name of the location, the launch party, will be held at Cadence Galleria. So that's K-A-Y-D-E-N-S-E, Galleria, and that's located at 202 West 4th Street in Royal Oak, Michigan. All right, guys, we make sure you put that date on your calendar and make that uh, an event that you cannot and will not miss. That's right. So happy to have evangelist and entrepreneur Mariah Powell on the Thinking Out Loud radio show with us on tonight. And as we get ready to wrap this interview, I've again just been blessed by her testimony and uh, everything that she shared with us on tonight. I'm sure you have as well. You know, I was thinking as I was listening to you uh, share uh, the different things that you've accomplished and, um, you know, whether it be in the Christian books and, and your ministry and now with your your clothing line you know, how do you feel you are inspiring other young women uh, with your Christian clothing line? You you talked a lot about, um, you know, um, how you, you talked about, you know, what what inspired you. But I want to know, you know, how you feel like you're inspiring other women um, and, and, and all not just the Christian clothing line, but in all the things that you're doing. Because um, you're you're a young lady, 25 years old. You could be doing a number of different things, but yet you've committed and dedicated your life to serving God. So I want to know how do you feel like you're inspiring other women and all that you do? Yes, I definitely feel like I'm inspiring other women um, outside of the clothing, outside of all those other things um, through my lifestyle for Christ. I pray that in everything they see, whether it's in ministry, whether God draws them through the traveling, draws them through the fashion, or draws them through um, the publishing company, I pray that what they see is the lifestyle for God that is so worth it. Um, That outside of all those things, that even if God gives you all of those things, if you don't have a true relationship with God, if you don't have a true love for God, if you're not walking in who God has called you to be, not just in business, because we live in such a generation, everybody wants a business, everybody wants a, a platform, but your lifestyle for God, how you live, your holiness, are you really giving God your heart and giving God your life and allowing him to make you better? I pray that all the women, that when you see me, that you will see the sacrifice, that you would see the love for God, that when you live for God, that God will do exceedingly and abundantly above all you can ask or think. He will bless you in this life and the life to come. So I pray that all of you would just see 
my heart for God, my heart for people, but most importantly, my lifestyle, what I live behind the scenes, what I live when people don't see me, what I live when business deals aren't going through. I pray that you will see my lifestyle, my love for God, and know that you can do anything that you put your mind to. You can you can travel. You can do whatever. Just remember to put God first, trust him, love him, be honest with him, and he's going to take you places that you couldn't even imagine. Wow. Man, I know you guys have enjoyed our interview with evangelist and entrepreneur Mariah Powell. We are just so happy to have had her on the show with us on tonight. I know you have, I know she has blessed so many people that have tuned in on tonight and even listening on the podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, tune in, um, you know, wherever you listen to uh to your podcast, this this show is available and I know she is blessing you uh even as we speak on tonight and we're just so happy to have had her on the show. And um, as we, again, wrap this interview, I want uh, for her to share again uh, this event that's coming up October 5th, uh, the Godly Girl Boutique Launch. Uh, share with us, you know, what the date, the time, the location, and how uh, they can uh, be a part of this event, as well as how they can follow you on social media, because we want to keep in touch with uh, this this powerful woman of God. Yes, yes. So if you're anywhere in the Metro Detroit area or even not in the Metro Detroit area, if you're in Cleveland, Dayton, Toledo, Chicago, wherever you are, I definitely want to encourage you to meet me Sunday, October the 6th for the Golly Girl Boutique launch. It is absolutely free. It's such an event for family, friends, children. We're going to have free food, free desserts. We're going to have little workshops, games, giveaways, just a good time at the church. Bring the family, just a great time in the Lord. We're going to have music, and you're going to have such a great time, and God is going to be crazy. We invite in all of our entrepreneurs out. I want to see you. If you got a business plan, if you got an idea, if God has just been giving you this vision that you just cannot put down, I'm telling you, you want to be in the house October the 6th. It's going to be crazy, and I believe that God is going to bless you like never before. So I want to see you Sunday, October the 6th at Cadence Galleria at 202 West 4th Street in Royal Oak, Michigan for an awesome time. And the Lord is from 4 to 7 p.m. So you have all afternoon to come out, and um, I can be followed. You can add me as a friend on Facebook um, at Mariah Powell. That's M-A-R-I-A-H-P-O-W-E-L-L. I'm also on Instagram at Mariah Powell Ministries, and I'm also on YouTube. So I have a YouTube channel where I teach people how to hear the voice of God. I do a little business in there. Also, I do um, ministry teachings, prayers. It's like the whole this and we got all this resources you need to help you and empower you in your relationship with God. So it's Mariah Powell Ministries on YouTube, Mariah Powell Ministries on Instagram, and Mariah Powell on Facebook. And I can't wait to meet you. It's gonna be crazy. Well, there you have it, guys. We have truly been blessed by this powerful woman of God who's an evangelist and entrepreneur, Mariah Powell. We're so happy to have had her on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. And 
Uh, I pray that God will continue to bless you in all that you do and all that you say and all the lives that you plan to, uh, plan to touch in, uh, in the, in, in everything that you do, uh, for the future. We, we appreciate you being on the show with us on tonight and certainly appreciate the connection that, uh, the kingdom connection that was made, uh, during this, this interview with you. Uh, so we pray God's blessings upon you and we definitely will stay in touch and, May God continue to bless you. Thank you so much for letting me be on the show. I, I so honored it, and I'm so looking forward to what God is about to do in this show. Thank you so much, and I, I'll definitely stay connected. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. All right, Mariah, thank you. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is Mariah Powell with Mariah Powell Ministries, and you're listening to Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. It's the anniversary show featuring meteorologist Denise Isaac and the music of lyricist Ty Scott King. Meteorologist from NBC Ten's Boston. Denise Eyes, what advice would you give a young person looking to get into this profession? Catch it on iTunes, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Spotify. So continue to work hard. It's not easy. Um, you may have to move to different cities, but it's okay. Really stay humble, you know, and, and learn as much as you can. Learn from others. Don't gossip. Because once again, it's a small business. You may think you will never see uh, this person again. And then all of a sudden, guess what? You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. Congratulations to Pastor Michael Nimmons and the Thinking Out Loud radio show for over 10,000 streams and downloads. Rate, review, and subscribe to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, and now available at michaelnimmons.com. The Thinking Out Loud radio show. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. you were insufficient who told you that you were a loser who told you that you were a failure who told you that you were deficient who told you that you were nothing who told you that you were worthless who told you that you had no value who told you that you 
with you to believe. Who Told You That You Were Naked is a dynamic, empowering, and inspiring book about identity that is a definite must-have. Pastor Nimmons talks about an identity crisis that dates as far back as the Garden of Eden. You don't want to miss these powerful insights into not just the problem of this identity crisis, but the discovery of the spiritual solution. Get your copy now, available on Amazon for just $14.95 or by visiting michaelnemons.com. Like a victim when you are already victorious. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. start of the week we examine another one of my favorite scriptures in the bible and that's hebrews 11 and 1 faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen paul the author of hebrews is articulating to us what the concept of faith really is faith indeed is the substrata of what we desire and it is the proof of things that we cannot see faith is the conduit between god and man it is the mechanism by which a fallible man can commune with an infallible God. Faith is the building blocks of our relationship with God because the Apostle Paul said it best, we walk by faith and not by sight. This sounds like a completely oxymoronic truism of faith, but it is actually a reality that truly drives our walk with God. Most times we don't believe God based upon what we physically see because most times what we physically see is diametrically opposed to what God is telling us to believe. Most times what we see makes us afraid. What we see scares us. What we see frustrates us. What we see confuses us. What we see makes us fearful. This is why fear is one of the greatest enemies of faith because fear can paralyze your faith. Fear can cause you to become stagnant. Fear can cause you to become complacent. Fear will have you questioning your faith in God. But Paul dispels our fears by encouraging the implementation of our faith by declaring without faith it is impossible to please the Lord for he that cometh to God must first believe that he is and that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. In essence, God rewards those who believe in him despite what they see. God rewards those who believe in him past the negative report they got from the doctor. God rewards those who believe in him past the zero balance in your bank account. God rewards those who believe in him over what the naysayers and critics say about your relationship with him. Because the exercising of your faith demonstrates the strength of your relationship with God. And that is what ultimately gets God's attention. The activation of your faith in God is what truly impresses him because in it, he sees your devotion and commitment to not just him, but his word. You see, God wants us to not only believe in him, but also in the plans that he has for our life. 
Our faith in God's plans for our life is the very definition of an effective child of God's walk because God's plans are not always given to us verbatim. They're not always mapped out from A to Z, but most times they're given to us as we walk. God intentionally spoon feeds us our destiny because as any good father would, he knows his children can only handle so much at a time. But this is not only contrary to the way we typically digest our natural food, but it's also contrary to how we typically digest our faith. We usually like to see the entire meal in front of us. In fact, we even like to have some say on the portions that are meted out to us as well. And this sets the expectations for the meal even before it's consumed. This is in much the same way as our faith in God. We prefer that God sets the table before us and shows us our ending from our beginning. We prefer that God tells us verbatim what our purpose is and why he created us and what we're here to do. And this, we believe, will help to increase our faith in him. Not so. God knows that if he told us everything that was going to happen to us, that the consequences would be twofold. What incentive is there to continue walking with him if he's already told us the outcome? And secondly, knowing it all would be too much to take and we definitely couldn't accomplish anything without him. So the question becomes, what are you going to feed? Your faith or your fear? Fear tells you that you can't make it, that it's virtually impossible. Fear tells you that the doctor's prognosis is right. Doctors are rarely, if ever, wrong. Fear tells you it's not worth the risk. God didn't tell you to do that. Your mind is playing tricks on you. But conversely, faith tells you you're not crazy. You're faithful and not faithless. Faith tells you that the doctor doesn't have the last say. Doctors practice, but God specializes in what man believes is impossible. Faith tells you that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And with God, nothing shall be impossible. So for me, the answer is quite simple. The person that I can be when my faith is fed is exponentially greater than the person I am when alternatively I feed my fears. And this is God's intent for us all along. He knows the more your faith grows, the closer you get to being the person he saw before the foundation of the world. You were made for greatness. You were made to do great things. You were created to be extraordinary. But the only way to get there is to feed your faith and not your fears. Feed your fears and starve your faith and fear will control your entire being. But feed your faith and starve your fears and the person you stand to become will be far greater than even you could ever imagine. So do yourself a favor and start feeding your faith. I guarantee there won't be a meal worth missing. I want to give a special thanks to evangelist and entrepreneur Mariah Powell for being on the show with us on tonight. We truly, truly appreciate her and all that she's doing in the kingdom. Remember, you can follow her on Facebook at Mariah Powell or on Instagram at Mariah Powell Ministries. 
Remember to vote for the Detroit Youth Choir. We really want these young people to win this $1 million prize. It will definitely be a tremendous blessing to this nonprofit organization in the city of Detroit and help them to be a blessing to even more young people. We want them to get a building so that they will have a permanent place where they can rehearse and where they can practice and where they can build this organization to even bigger and better things. This is the Thinking Out Loud radio show's adopted choir. So let's support Detroit's best and brightest. Remember, if you want to know how to go and vote for the Detroit Youth Choir, just go to NBC.com forward slash AGT. NBC.com forward slash AGT. And you'll see all the different ways you can vote for the Detroit Youth Choir. Thank you again for tuning in to the night show. We truly, truly appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed it. Remember, on next week, this show is going to be about... Uh, Justice or Just Us featuring educator and activist Kelly Williams Bolob. I can't wait to share her interview with you. She is the, the young mother who uh, went to prison for uh, falsifying her home address so that her children could go to a better school district. I want to share this interview with you on next week. Justice or Just Us. This is definitely a show you don't want to miss. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe uh, to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Uh, your help and support helps to increase our exposure across the world wide web. We thank you so much for your support. And until next time, always remember, if you think it, you can believe it. If you can believe it, you can see it. If you can see it, you can be it. If you can be it, you can achieve it. The power rests within you. The mind is the most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thanks for listening. Listening to the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show Podcast. Be sure to support all of our radio show partners. If you like the show, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. Want to book radio show host Michael Nimitz for a speaking engagement, book signing, or corporate event? Send an email to contact at michaelnimitz.com. Be sure to follow the show on all of its social media accounts on Instagram at the TOL Radio Show, on Twitter at TOL Radio Show, or on our Facebook fan page at www.facebook.com forward slash Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. Are you an entrepreneur? Want to advertise? Become a Thinking Out Loud Radio Show partner and take advantage of our free introductory advertising offers. Send an email to Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at gmail.com for more details. Visit the new home of the Thinking Out Loud Radio Show at www.michaelnemons.com forward slash TOL Radio Show. The Thinking Out Loud Radio Show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.